Welcome to the Bridging the Gap podcast, where our mission is to encourage, equip, and empower every woman on her faith journey with Jesus Christ. Today, we are honored to hear from life coach, girl mom, and former criminal justice worker, Tabitha Perry, as she has a conversation with our podcast host, McKelty Bloom. In this episode, you will hear Tabitha share about her heart for helping others create systems for success out of chaos and clutter. Tabitha will also touch on her journey of becoming a life coach, successful strategies for long-term goal setting, and what successful accountability looks like. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Tabitha, welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here joining us today. Thank you. It is such a privilege for sure. I I always like this job. I call it my job, but it feels like it. I, I love it because I always get the opportunity to like meet new people. And that's been one of the funnest things for me in this. And this is my first time getting to hang out with you. And we've already been just chatting about life. And it just makes it a lot more fun. <laughs> yes, for sure. For sure. I love how God just kind of puts different people in our lives in different ways. And then we get to record it and like listen to it again. Right, right. It's like, let's just go get coffee with a new friend. Like that's always how I feel about it. But for me and for those that are listening, can you just introduce yourself right away before we get started so we get to know a little bit about you? Sure. So I like to kind of mix it up a little bit when I um, describe myself and explain about myself because mm-hmm. I like to say that I am Tabitha and I'm a bold, strong, and courageous, consistent child of God. I love it. Because I can tell you where I'm from, what I do, mm-hmm. but those things kind of give you more of an idea of who I am. Now, am I all those things all the time? No. Mm-hmm. But those are the things that I strive to be. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I was born and raised in Alaska. So that's like fun really? fact about Tabitha. That is yes, a fun fact. Right? I love Alaska. Right? People are like you. I'm like, yes, I realize I do not jive with the Alaskan spirit. <laughs> I am not like outdoorsy adventurous, but I am socially adventurous. And there's a lot of really cool people in Alaska. And so that has been um, really fun to live there. But I've lived all over in Colorado and in Texas and now here in Minnesota. And Mm. so just, you know, traveling around meeting people has been one of the things that I've loved because I was only child. And so Mm. I always had to make new friends. I had to connect with people. Otherwise, I was really lonely. Mm -hmm. And so actually, when I was 10, I accepted Christ into my heart because I heard that he'd be my friend. And like, he'd be with me all the time. Like, oh, a friend? Yes. All right, right? Jesus. <laughs> yes. And so I was like, Jesus, let's be, you know, best friends. And so, um, you know, living in Alaska was just such a cool adventure. But as I um, got to meet all these amazing people in Alaska, I really had a heart for people who are marginalized and those people in prison. And so mm. my background actually is working in prisons and working in um, also child welfare. Just oh, okay. these, you know, kids that are having a hard time. People that are having a hard time, you know, and some of these people were in the child welfare system. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm now life coach because I have taken my social work background and kind of been able to create my own business. And so that way I can be at home with my kids, but then also love on people and encourage women. Mm. Oh, I love that. And I love that you started out that way with your characteristics, because sometimes I feel like that's true where we're like, okay, I'm a wife, I'm a mom. Like you start out with your titles, but it's like, but who are you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I just think that's also such a great mentality to have as a life coach, because you're really hunkering down like, okay, who are you as a person? And that's what you have to discover before you go off and figure out everything else in life. And so you're, are you newer to the life coach game or have you been doing it a while? Well, so 
thinking back on my life, I've actually been a life coach for 20 some years, just oh, helping people mm-hmm. kind of move forward in their life. Mm-hmm. However, I just started my business a couple years ago and only claimed the title of life coach after I got over loathing that mm-hmm. because I was in grad school getting my social work degree. And I was like, you know, I'm working really hard for this. And then here's these life coaches. They don't even have to be certified. <laughs> like, what is up with that? Right. But then as I got into the field, I'm like, you know what? You don't have to go to college. You don't have to go to a university university to have, um, to be equipped with how God wants to like use you and help other people. And so I thankfully am able to use the experience that I got in school and with my jobs to help mm-hmm. people. But putting on the title of life coach just really is just like, I'm a personal cheerleader, yeah. helping women figure out not only who they are, but whose they are. Mm, I love that. And I, I personally really love life coaches too. My aunt was going in through the process to become a life coach and she needed just people like to practice on. And I was like, cool, sure, yeah, I'll do it. And through that, I was like, I don't know if I have any crazy things going on in my life where you could really help me, like I'm just helping. But I like quit my job. I like, completely <laughs> like, amazing. transferred into a different field, like finally started following my dreams just from <laughs> like her life coach sessions. And I'm like, wow, I just wasn't expecting this. I thought I was helping you, but like you completely just changed my life. So. I am a big cheerleader for life coaches and just think you just need people in life to talk to sometimes and just to process. And like you said, be your biggest cheerleaders. Absolutely. I mean, so many of us are actually truly lonely and just want to be listened to Mm -hmm. and asked questions and encouraged and challenged Mm -hmm. by some of our thought processes because we have so many beliefs that hold us back in life. And so um, and I oh, my gosh, I'm still like going through all the beliefs and trying to figure out how. I can, you know, be a better tool for the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, But life coaching, yeah, has been such a cool tool to not only help other people, but it's also made me a better mom and wife Mm -hmm. because I just learned to ask lots of questions and Mm -hmm. not necessarily like have opinions, but just listen Mm -hmm. and kind of see where someone's at. Yeah. Oh, I love that. You also have a podcast that you just started. Do you want to share a little bit about your podcast? Yeah, for sure. So I, um, I actually never had really talked on a microphone until a couple years ago. And I just kept kind of seeing myself in front of a microphone. And I'm like, Lord, what is this? Mm-hmm. And being a part of this cool coaching group that where everyone kind of had a book or a podcast, I was like, well, you know, I guess positive, you know, peer pressure yeah. <laughs> and, and started it. And so I was like, well, what is it going to be? Like, what's my mission? What are my ideas? And so through life coaching, I've come up with this process called the life edit. And so this idea of you can take small little edits and small little steps in your life to get big results. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, how cool would it be just to have a podcast about editing your life? And it can be really anything, but just breaking things down into smaller, easy little edits. Mm-hmm. So that way you can get the results that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started having some guests and like also just doing it on my own. And I just realized the Lord had like really gives me downloads and it's just a place for me to like put it out there. Mm -hmm. And um, it's been super fun. I'm so thankful for um, my cousin who's been helping me with it. Like she does all the editing and stuff Mm -hmm. because that just does not, my brain has a hard time with it. I could figure it out, but I really want it. Find people that will do what you can't do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> delegate, delegate yeah. if you can. Yeah. So it's been wonderful. And I've just really felt like the Lord has used it. There's been lots of times in my life where I'm like, okay, Lord, do I need to say no to something? Is this something, mm-hmm. you know, was it just a season? And each time I say that or like pray it, then someone's like, hey, you know, I listened to your podcast. and It was really encouraging. And I was like, 
okay, thank you, Lord. I just yeah. needed that little encouragement. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so talk to me about the difference of two words, change and edit. Because I follow you on social media, and I saw a post that you did once of like, I don't like the word change, or like, this is why I like the word edit. And I was like, ooh, like, tell me more about that. Because I think people could think they're the same thing, like yeah. they're very similar words. But for you, what do those words mean? Yeah, so I am like type A perfectionist. And so I found that when I think of change, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many things I need to do, and I want to do it perfect. However, when I thought of it as like differently, I was like, okay, I can do this. But I hadn't, wasn't able to put a word to it, but I just knew that there was this concept that I was developing. Mm-hmm. And actually it was when I was on a, a weekend away twice a year, I go, um, I get a hotel room by myself for two nights and I just go and, you know, read and pray and go for runs and just all the things that I love. And I was reading the home edit mm-hmm. and, um, cause I just love looking at organized things, you know, <laughs> just like all color just coordinated. Like, uh, it's so it's wonderful. It's so soothing, right? <laughs> And they explained their concept and how they really make edits in the home. And I was like, that's it. Like, it's, it's, I want to edit my life. I just, you know, when I was in grad school and I had papers, you know, as opposed to the teachers saying, hey, you need to make some changes. It's like, mm. how about make some edits? Mm. And that just seemed more manageable. So editing is just modifying, just adapting, evolving. And many times when we think of change, we think of, I'm doing something bad now. Mm-hmm. I'm not good enough now. I need to be better. Mm-hmm. And I work on this all the time because I just have this internal critic that mm-hmm. constantly tells me that. Yeah. So I have to challenge it by like reframing my thoughts. And so by saying I'm going to edit is then I'm able to actually, everything's fine the way that it is. I'm just going to evolve it and adapt mm-hmm. it and modify it. I just need to be content with how God made me now. Mm-hmm. I'm exactly where I need to be. I'm not too far behind or too far ahead, and that by editing, I'm able to make take those steps that God's wanting to disciple me. Yeah. Well, I really love that, and I feel like I'm going to have to start using that as edit instead of change, because I agree. I think when you hear the word change, you think of something negative. You don't think of something that's uplifting or positing, like, oh, you have to change because this isn't good enough, like you said, or this just isn't working. But could you just edit this quick? Like, this would be fine. You know, it just has a little bit of a lighter tone to it. Because you're right. We all are so hard on ourselves all the time. Mm -hmm. And how can we look at ourselves and still understand that there are things that we need to edit? (laughs) I almost said change. (laughs) There are things in our life that, you know, aren't to the best that they could be. But that doesn't necessarily mean we need to be hard on ourselves. And we need to be critical of ourselves that there can be an uplifting look at it. Yes, yes. The the Bible verse that comes to my mind a lot is like, there's no condemnation for those that are in Christ, mm-hmm. right? And so a lot of times we just have these condemning thoughts, like, why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? Um, as opposed to being like, okay, well, I'm not. So what can I do to move forward? How mm-hmm. can I, again, edit my life? What's a simple step that I can do to, to move forward, to be the person that God is wanting me to be? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that is the perfect segue into what... <laughs> I am hoping that we can just really break down and dissect today. So I was thinking of, I really want to talk to somebody about beginning of the year planning and goal setting. And because that's kind of like worldly time to everybody stops and is like, <laughs> yes. let's see what we can change about ourselves. I get a ourselves. new day planner. This <laughs> yeah. is amazing. It's just like all over the world. It's that one day that everybody feels like they're ready to do this and New Year's resolutions and all of those things. People 
pull out the vision boards, like they have the new planners, like you said, and they're just ready to kind of analyze themselves, decide what do I need to change. Most of the time it's like diet or, you know, personal parents. Sometimes it's I need to read more books this year, things like that. But it's really our time to do like an inward look of ourselves, see what's working, see what's not, see what we need to edit and to move forward. So I am really excited to be able to talk to a life coach, you know, about this topic and just get your insight. So I'm wondering if you could just start out by what has this looked like for you personally and mm-hmm. New Year's resolutions? I told you before, I'm such a big New Year's resolution person, <laughs> but I always like drop out by April because <laughs> I just like that's, you know, my mentality. Um, but I love goal planning and doing all of this. So for you, what has that looked like and what strategies have actually worked for you or not worked? Yeah, so it has evolved. I feel like every year is different, especially considering like the different seasons we're in. Mm -hmm. Um, But honestly, the goals that I have actually achieved and has been like the best were the ones that I had like randomly the middle of a September or like I can't think back to any goal that I had necessarily in December or January mm-hmm. where I was like, I'm going to do it. And I accomplished it mm-hmm. because, again, as a very type A, like kind of high strung person, I put so much pressure on myself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I come up with ideas that aren't necessarily like mine. Like mm-hmm. maybe it's just the chatter of the world and what I think that mm-hmm. I should be doing. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like God can give us downloads throughout the year of like, hey, here's Here's this thing that I know your heart is really excited mm-hmm. about. So I found that when my my spirit jumps, when I get excited, that is an indication I need to look into this idea a mm-hmm. little bit more to see, is this a goal that like I need to invest time in? Mm-hmm. Because the ones that I have succeeded at are the ones that I have done a lot of planning. There has not been a goal <laughs> that I've accomplished without sacrifice, mm-hmm. you know, saying mm-hmm. a lot of no's, um, saying a lot of yeses to hard things, um, as well as just being able to stay focused. Mm-hmm. And I think that one of the biggest strategies is having um, a good idea of what what your values are. So I am very much, I need honesty, I am integrity, consistency. And so when I come up with these ideas and goals, I'm like, okay, can I stay consistent with this? Is this mm-hmm. even sustainable? Does this align with like what's going on in my life right now? Mm-hmm. And so like being really honest with like, is this thing actually like part of my personality or is this just something that seems like a good idea? Because there's there's goals and then there's dreams. Mm-hmm. And so dreams kind of are just fun things to think about, but it doesn't necessarily mean you need to take any steps to it. You can mm-hmm. just think about it. Where goals are more practical and you have those steps to take. Mm -hmm. I really like that, the look of the reality of your situation, because I think that's truly where people go too big. (laughs) I'm an all or nothing person too, so I'm always starting out like, yes, I could do this. And then if one thing goes wrong, I'm like, oh, I'm done. Look at I couldn't keep up. (laughs) But it's the reality of what is your situation? Because if you're saying to yourself, I'm going to read a book a month, but right now you can't even read like one book every four months because you're busy schedule. Like, you, you know, can you do, are you setting yourself up for failure basically, right. or just setting yourself up for, to be disappointed. And yeah, like what is it? As you were talking, I'm thinking, okay, what do I get excited about? Because it's true that we often look at someone else's goal or we have the friend like, do this diet with me or do, do this plan with me. But if you're not in it, how are you going to launch yourself forward? Yeah. 
It's mm-hmm. it's really hard. And I think the other key too is to get someone like you've identified the goal that's exciting, right? Mm-hmm. Get someone that's going to keep you accountable. Mm-hmm. Now they don't have to be a drill sergeant, mm-hmm. um, but someone that's just going to ask you like how it's going. So I decided I wanted to run a marathon randomly. I'd never even thought of doing it one time. <laughs> and someone had mentioned it and my spirit jumped and I was like, Lord, what is going on here? <laughs> no, please, no. Mm-hmm. But I had to like literally sit down with my husband and be like, listen, this is going to be a lot of sacrifice of time that we normally have as a family. Like, how are you with this? And he's like, you know, I, I think you should do it. Like, it's worth, you know, this eight weeks of your training. Mm. And so having him on my side to help with it was so, so key. So another thing that I, I've learned, too, is that us women specifically, we're mo- more motivated by we than me. Mm. And so when we can, like, have more we in mm-hmm. our goal, we're just a little bit more motivated. Now, yes, it is important mm-hmm. to do things just for you mm-hmm. and, like, you know, have that confidence. Um, however, we also need to utilize every tool that we have in our tool belt. Mm-hmm. And so bringing people in on your goals is so, so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, and I feel like we're never supposed to really do anything alone. Like, I just hear all the time in the Bible, and I'm reading the Bible of, like, they did so much together. But, yes, you do have to have that personal reflection. You do have to maybe say no to things that you're, you know, wanting to do with your friends, and you're the only one out, but (laughs) you're like, I'm sacrificing for this. But I'm wondering if you could talk more about what this accountability piece, because I think it gets so tricky where instead of having somebody be just our accountability partner, sometimes it turns into like, I'm relying on you solely to Mm. keep me on track. Mm -hmm. And then it can be like a little bit of resentment or bitterness in the sense of like, oh, you you said that I should just have the ice cream. And they're like, well, you were desperate for it and I'm not going to control it. And then there can just be the bickering. (laughs) So I don't know if you've had any experience or that or insight into that difference of the two. Yes, for sure. I And I think it's so important just to identify that that's normal, right? (laughs) Like we're all human. And when someone sees that you want something, they want you to have it. Mm -hmm. Um, However, that's where you really have to kind of like dig deep and be like, okay, what are my values right now? And, And kind of get to that core, like what was it that excited you again to push Mm. through those hard decisions and or remove things that are so tempting. Mm. So one of the things that I I have found is that we all have shiny squirrels in our life, right? (laughs) They're they're the the things that that distract us. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. And so many times we don't prepare ourselves when we're working towards a goal um, to encounter those, like almost like military, you know, Mm -hmm. they are, you know, determining what the enemy is going to do. Mm -hmm. And when we have a goal, especially when the Lord puts it on our heart, uh, Satan is going to want to jump in and like distract you. And so by having your accountability partner, you know, not necessarily be as strong as you had wanted, you know, by putting all these temptations around. So by identifying like, hey, like, what are the two ways that I'm going to get distracted, right? And there's this internal distractions of like, um, belief systems that are like really limiting or anxiety and then external, you know, your phone, um, people asking you to do things. And so I think it's so, 
so important. Again, like even talking specifically to the person, you know, that your accountability of like, hey, here's the two things that I'm going to have the most trouble mm. with. You know, mm. could you please just help me with these shiny squirrels? And that would be amazing. Mm. So doing the work ahead of time to be like, this is what is going to cause me to have issues in the future. <laughs> yes, because sometimes we rely on them and they don't know like what yeah. your biggest temptation is or, you know, if it's, you know, sometimes it's fine just to have, you know, the ice cream mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. whatever it is. But for you to do that internal work and to like come up with your battle plan and then bring them in on it. And then they are like, oh, wow, like you're serious. Like you've done a lot of preparation. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. all right, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And just knowing that there might be tension. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> I know. I been trying. My husband's like, "Oh, I want to read more," and so I'll just be sitting there. I'll be reading, and we'll be getting ready for bed. And I'm like, "Have you read today?" Just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just waiting for the the snarky reply or something after. But all you can do as you accountability partners out there is just say the words and just try your best. <laughs> but you know, exactly. we can never control somebody, right? <laughs> So what are some actual practical tools and strategies that people can utilize when it's getting to be May, it's getting to be June, they're hitting that mid-year lull and wanting to kind of give up on that goal? Because I think, you know, that's when people start to be like, well, I've done it for five months or I've done it for six months. Yes. What are practical things that people can do to refocus, whether that is going back to that vision board or it having that, like you said, that weekend away? for prayer time or something like that? What can Mm -hmm. people do? Um, So I think it's really important to reevaluate the goal. Was this something that you wanted for, like what was the motive for Mm -hmm. it? Like really reevaluate the goal and then evaluate the process because those are two different things. A lot of times we get caught up in the results, myself included, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. but really I just need to be focusing on the process. Mm -hmm. And if the process isn't working, then things need to be tweaked. And so, so much we're like, well, this is the process I decided and like it should get me here. Well, after a certain amount of time, there just really needs to be some reflection on like, okay, is this realistic. Yes, this may work for somebody else, but obviously I'm not where I want to be at. Mm -hmm. And just really being honest and kind to yourself. Like, hey, this is all an experiment. I've never done this before. You know, I've never been in this season of life before. This Mm -hmm. isn't working. Mm -hmm. So what can I do to shift it? And and again, it really does come back to making sure that you're making small little edits. I think one of the biggest mistakes I've made in the past was that I I tried to do too much too soon Mm -hmm. before building trust with myself. Mm -hmm. You you can't just jump in for this big lofty goal, something that has maybe been going on for years and years and years and expect to accomplish something within months after years of, you know, whatever it is that you're you're trying to to change, to edit in your life. Yeah. And so just allowing yourself um, to again to sit down and to think about if this were easy. Like, what could I do? Mm-hmm. What is like the most simplest step I can take? And so then you start doing these small little steps and then you realize you start following through with what you say you're going to do. And then you have more and more trust. And then you just you start to see that the process is a little bit easier and that you, you're getting closer maybe to the result. But really, you're just proud of yourself for doing the process. Yeah, yeah. And I think, too, even doing those super cheesy actions, like putting post-its on your mirror for encouragement. and They are like, so dumb, but it works. It works. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's those little things that I think 
we are like, oh, that's kind of lame. Or, you know, the lock screen on your phone. But, like, do it. If yeah. that's what find, that's what you find successful and that's what actually motivates you and that's what you need to do or having, like, a specific cupboard for the other people in your house that has the junk food or setting that reminder on your phone every night at 7 p.m., like, time to read. Anything like that is what you just have to do. <laughs> yes, and it... And it's so important to be aware, again, of like who you are, like what are your strengths? What are your values? Lean into those. And again, like you can go on Pinterest. Anyone can go on Pinterest and come Mm -hmm, up with like mm -hmm. all these different things to accomplish their habits. The thing is that we need to look inside ourselves. And I think that's that's what's been really hard. Like there was a season in my life where it was easier to look at everybody else, take care of my kids, my husband, everything else, as opposed to look inside me and be like, what do I need? Mm-hmm. How how can I you know, accomplish these goals the way that works for my personality? And the reality is, is I just take a longer time to do things. Mm-hmm. I am all or nothing with a lot. However, I just things in my life have happened slower and that's that's okay. And I have to understand that um, and enjoy that process as well. So I think it's really important again to kind of go back to like who you are and like who does God say you are, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're his child. You have the strength and the boldness um, to do these things. But again, reevaluate because when, you know, in December, January, you're making these decisions, life can drastically change by July. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't mean you like stop with the goal, but maybe evolve it or adapt it. Um, going back to again that trust. And mm-hmm. so maybe the process changes slightly or even the goal, but be kind to yourself and just know that that, that is okay. It's so important to go where the Lord leads us. Mm-hmm. So how do we still have our goals and we still have our plans, but we include God in the mix? You know, I we have our plans and I think we can be people that are like, okay, God, this is what I would love to happen. Could you just bless this? <laughs> Could you just make this happen? And he's like, I've got a different plan for you. So yeah. how do we hold both of those things? That's so good. So it's interesting. I, I went through this like visual exercise one time and it's like, you're, you know, going towards the school, where is God? And a lot of times I was... <laughs> I was running ahead of God <laughs> and God was behind me and I'm I'm putting my ear back being like, God, do I go left or right? Do I go left or right? And I realized this, this is not the way it's supposed to be. Like number one, he's supposed to be leading me, but I'm, I'm actually supposed to be in lockstep with him, mm-hmm. right? So every little jolt, every little nudge, I, I feel and experience. And so mm-hmm. I think it's so important to think about like, where is God in this like, you know, this visual of going on a path. Is he behind you? Is he in front of you? Is he beside you? Is he even mm-hmm. there? Mm-hmm. Another thing, and again, is, you know, simple, like just pray, like ask the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of another exercise that I've heard of um, that was shared was super impactful for me is journaling. I know not everyone loves to journal or write, but consider this, write out a specific question. Like, God, am I supposed to do whatever, like run the Mm -hmm. marathon, lose the weight, start the podcast, Mm -hmm. and then sit, and then just start writing. And whatever God puts in your mind, Mm -hmm. just start writing it. If it's your, your, you know, your grocery list, laundry, (laughs) like write it out. But what I found each time I've done that and asked specific questions, 
I may not have gotten a very specific answer, but I got encouragement that I was either on the right track or like, okay, I need to like release this. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I just think that's a kind of a fun way to, again, allow the Holy Spirit to work in our minds. Now, our brain, it it comes up with random thoughts. It it is not reliable all the time. (laughs) However, when you have enough quiet time with the Lord, his voice becomes more familiar and you'll know, you know, the laundry and the, you know, grocery list between my child, like, be still or call this person or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And so I just think that it's um, a you know, neat practical way to kind of see what God is saying about the goal that you're wanting to do. And I think just the power of reflection is so huge too. Exactly along those same lines. If you're more of a like self-reflector in journaling and verbal processing with a friend and just taking a walk in nature, like whatever works for you. Because if your goals, like if something isn't clicking, if something's not going right, instead of just feeling like, oh, this didn't work out and feeling disappointed, feeling that those expectations weren't met, maybe sit and say, why? Like, mm. why? Like, what is going on? Is it the fact that this just isn't the season for this? Is it the fact that my heart really wasn't in it and I did it because someone else said I should? Or am I having some sort of personal blockage that is just not allowing me to move forward that I need to work on before I can take that next step? And because I think that's where people really can stumble is something isn't going the way they thought. So they said yeah. it's not meant to be. Yeah, I'm just not supposed to do it then. But instead of, you know, just like, okay, let's work through this, you know, they stop. But I mean, I've just had that so much in my life too, where something wasn't going the way I thought it was. But instead of just sitting and being like, I'm done, like, okay, is it because my mind isn't in it? My heart isn't in it? Am I not prioritizing my time in the way that God wants me to? Mm. Um, Because I could have, you know, I should have wrote the book. I should have done the podcast. I should have texted that person, but my day became too busy, you know, something like that. So there could be a lot that you have to work through. And it's not that the goal wasn't supposed to happen. It's just that there's something deeper going on. Yeah. If like accomplishing goals was so easy, every single person would do it. Right. Right. (laughs) But there's all these dynamics and it's so Mm -hmm. important to be kind to ourselves Mm -hmm. and be like, be okay with reflecting on it or verbally processing. Like, where am I? What needs to happen? Do I need to just pause for a minute? Um, Because there's no, I mean, besides the Bible, there's no rule book. Like we all get to live our lives the way that we want to. And so you're not doing anything wrong or right unless you're like in sin. But like a lot of times we think like, well, if I go down this path, and it's the wrong path, then I'm not in God's will. I don't believe that. I believe when you're walking with the Lord, like whatever you choose sometimes is exactly what he wanted for Mm -hmm. you. There's times that he tells you specifically what to do, and that's obedience. But other times he's just like, hey, look, here's some really cool options. Why Mm -hmm. don't you just choose one? I also wanted to point out too that there's always going to be a little chaos when we have goals because we're going to have to say no to things. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to make sacrifices. Mm -hmm. And so it's really important to prepare yourself. Again, that battle plan of like, I'm going to have to say no to things. And it's also really good to reflect at what point a lot of that chaos is also information you need to pivot and mm-hmm. do something different. Yeah. Again, there's there's chaos that's healthy, and then there's chaos that is just um, hardship, and it's meant for you to pivot. Yeah. I really like that, that point that when you try to do anything different and new goals, there's going to be chaos. 
Because, I mean, if it was so easy, like we would all do it. It'd be yeah. fine. Yeah. I, you would have already done all of those things <laughs> if it was so easy. But giving yourself just grace in this season. And yes, but as, not excuses, yes, not right? Excuses. And that's yeah. where I'm like, well, I can't give myself grace because then I'll you know, make excuses and then I won't mm-hmm. do it. And so sometimes our brain can overreact and say like, no, 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 I, you can't be too nice to yourself. Otherwise, you're not going to follow through. So let's kind of stay hard. And so I just... Again, these are things I struggle with. And I know that there's other women, too, that like are just Mm -hmm. so hard on themselves. And so allow yourself to have grace because Jesus extended way more Mm -hmm. grace than he did anything else when he was on this earth. So we need to extend that to ourselves. Yeah. Don't make an excuse for not giving yourself grace when you're trying to think of (laughs) using grace as an excuse. (laughs) A little shift there in perspective. But yeah, I. Th- this has just been so encouraging and just thinking of everybody listening as we go into this new year. Maybe you're not somebody that has been a big goal setter or New Year's re- you know resolution type of person, but you might be thinking like, okay, this is a different approach. This is a different strategy. And instead of I'm going to be just hard on this and not going to you know turn away, just what does a year look like of having grace for yourself and just trying to get back in line with the Lord? of where his goals are for you, where where he has those doors that have been opened, but you just have to push through them that you've been waiting on. So any just final pieces of encouragement or advice that you have for those people that are, one, maybe new to goal setting and are a little nervous because they're type A and they don't want to feel like a failure. <laughs> and then the other people that are the goal setters, they're so excited about it, but tend to filter out in June or July. Yeah, I think the the best option for both is just creating a goal that's just small and simple initially. So the the people that are the goal getters, right? Like you've got it, but like make it simple. And the ones that are like, I'm not sure about this because I don't know if I can accomplish it. Mm-hmm. It's like, just start small, those small little edits and maybe have an idea of what you want your goal to be. For example, if you want to read a book a month, instead of having a book a month, maybe it's just you literally read five minutes a day. Like you sit down and you just make it super simple, right? Like you're wanting to lose like the last 10 pounds or the you're wanting to lose weight. Like, okay, you go to the gym once a week. Mm-hmm. So just making these um, small, simple little edits in our life. And then as we build trust, as we actually follow through with those, that is so important. And to write it down. So mm-hmm. I use my calendar in my phone. I used to write everything out on paper. I, I still love that idea, I but know, it's just not it. like feasible with, <laughs> you know, being out and about. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and then put it in your like calendar, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever that small little step is, it doesn't matter if it's a five minute appointment with yourself to read that book, put it in your calendar. And that will just kind of help you build that trust with yourself. Cause God wants us to, to trust him. Mm-hmm. We have to trust ourselves as well. Yeah. Well, well, this has been so good. I can't believe like time has flown by. <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, I just really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me about this. And I just, I'm also such a cheerleader for women. And I know that this, when you're wearing a lot of hats and you're doing a lot of things in the day that it gets to be 8 p.m. and you just want to call it a night. And so it can be so hard, but it is so important that we 
are one just taking care of ourselves but still finding our passions and our desires and our purpose and what we want to be doing and just following where God is leading us as well so Mm -hmm. I just really hope that people have good takeaways I have good takeaways be realistic (laughs) small steps find accountability and figure out what my true desires and goals want to be instead of what I feel they should be so those are all really good thank you for all of those takeaways yes thanks for having me (laughs) thank you for joining us for this episode of the bridging the gap podcast we were honored to hear from tabitha perry on setting your year up for success learn more about tabitha and check out her podcast called the life edit at tabithaperry.coach or by following tabitha perry life coach on social media You can also learn more about Bridging the Gap at mnbtg.org by downloading the Bridging the Gap app through your app store or by following MNBTG on social media. Thank you for joining us today and we look forward to being with you next time on the Bridging the Gap podcast.